got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm sorry. This was a mess. This is a mess. Is it live? <laughs> Are we live? Yes. Yeah. Hey guys, what's but, going on? Yeah. Jeb here, and in today's stream, I don't know what Smay is doing. He's trying to sabotage us. How no, I completely messed up, guys. I completely messed up. I'm not gonna lie. What'd you do? I was also unmuted during the the countdown. Oh no Lord. way! Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Guys, we've got a good stream lined up for you today. Bitcoin has been correcting over the last week and a half or so, and it has now bounced. We actually pulled all the way down to $29,500 in change yesterday. We've now bounced about $1,500. We're going to be talking about what all of this might mean for Bitcoin and where Bitcoin might be going next. Hopefully, my audio doesn't sound terrible. Does it sound okay? I think it sounds better today. You think it sounds better? I I literally, definitely not high Zach, delivered these like five dollar gamer headphones to my room because it's the best microphone that we had in the house so that's what we're working with today guys we have a lot to go over we're going to be talking about BlockFi. we're going to be talking about bitcoin we're going to be spending a lot of time interacting with chat we might not go on for as long as we normally do because smay has to leave before 10 20 and also i feel like but i feel like hot trash so we are going to try and see how much we can do today how's everybody doing <laughs> Tim, I'm not doing start great. With you. I'm oh. like, I, I mean, I feel like I'm doing, I'm doing well. I definitely, it's been a fun morning for planning this. I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know if we uh, are as prepared as we could have been, but you know, <laughs> the show must go on. It hey, also sucks doing? that like the good thing is the price went up, but I, you know, as far as news, like there isn't crazy, you know, crazy breaking news to repeat that. So that's uh, that's fun, but. Uh, oh my gosh, May! You know what is May doing? When, when it rains, it pours. I guess with May. When sorry, it rains, guys. it pours with May. I'm sorry. I don't like it. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, guys. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to start by doing some technical analysis here on Bitcoin because I know you guys are very interested in what's going on with Bitcoin. And please, for anyone who is watching the stream, make sure to leave all of your ideas and stuff in the chat. We're going to have a lot of chat interaction during today's live stream. And also, if you haven't already, make sure to hit that like button. Tim, how many likes do you think we can get to today, buddy? I mean, we're already at. 110 we got 700 people watching my estimation at this point would be especially if people play game and play ball i think we can get to 900 i you know, 900 I maybe a, maybe a thousand but you know prove me wrong i think we can do that someone says gonna... may nice nostrils yeah i know they are nice that's why i showed you them <laughs> also i want to show you guys something too look at this these are my turtles you see them this may turn into a turtle Look at this. Oh, my goodness. How do I? There we go. Oh, my gosh. It's a beautiful shot of them right now. Look at them. They're coming to say hi. Anyways. Let's, All righty. Uh, let's go ahead. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump into some technical analysis Sorry. here on Bitcoin. Let's go ahead and do that. So, guys, Bitcoin, as you know, has been in a major correction ever since roughly uh, April the 15th tax day when we hit $65,000. That was back when Coinbase went IPO. And now we are in a descending triangle pattern that we've been talking about for quite some time here. But there's a few updates that we need to be aware of. Down here on the four hourly chart, we can see the Bitcoin 
briefly broke below its support at $31,000, and we pulled all the way down to where we bottomed out yesterday at $29,500. Now, I've told you guys that I'm not totally and absolutely convinced that we are done below $31,000, but I do think that for right now, we might be. Let's continue. Bitcoin bounced over the last couple of hours from that $29,500 level all the way up to where it is now at $31,500, so that's a very good sign for anybody who is in a short position. I feel sorry for you because you probably got liquidated from it. But uh, for anyone in a longer term short position or anyone expecting the market to continue to the downside, I think that's what we're going to see. Tim and I were talking about what our technicals are saying uh, before the stream started. We both are of the opinion that at this point, Bitcoin is more than likely going to rally up to one of these two downtrending levels of resistance, and then it's probably going to reject from here. The first downtrending level of resistance is constituted by these highs right here on the 14th of June, the 29th of June, the 4th of July, the 7th of July, and the 11th of July. And then we also have, excuse me, a downtrending level of support of resistance that is uh, right here where we can cut through this level and we also see it right here. So those are two different ways you can draw this downtrend. Either way, it doesn't matter a whole lot except for the actual price target right here. Bitcoin is probably going to bounce and rally up to this downtrend or this downtrend. But honestly, and Tim, I'd love to hear what you think about this. I don't think we're going to manage to actually stay up there. I think we're going to reject from it. I don't think we're going to break through those levels. What do you think? Well, first of all, so that's a great, you know, great segue because the, the whole title of the video is are we in a bull trap or are is this a game of bull run? So I think what we're we're kind of echoing here is that the fear is that this might simply be a bull trap, not a beginning of a bull run. However, uh Jeb, do you want me to share my screen and, and sure. let them look at my, my chart was? Yeah. So uh here, let me first get over to that so you guys don't have to look at the YouTube one. But um, here we go. Share screen. This is fun. This is nice to share my screen and get to talk through here. But what I was showing Jeb is I have two different charts going right here. So I call this my, uh, let's see this, this one, I don't call it anything. This one, I'm just tracking what was happening. So last week, Jeb and I both were talking about this, how we were in a larger scale descending triangle, in which case uh, we saw right here yesterday, we did break bearish out of, which is traditional. It was funny that we made all the way to the corner, but we also were in a shorter time frame descending wedge, in which case now it seems like we potentially could break uh, out of. Now, here's the funny thing is the question is how far, because especially when you break these places, like we saw right here, we broke bearish, from the triangle, from the descending triangle. However, we didn't just rebound it right back. A lot of times we see that happening, even in the wedges, we'll break bullish and then almost immediately go back down the other way. So over here, this is my chart that I've been kind of working to track the Wyckoff accumulation phase. So that's why you see my SC over here, my ST. However, as Jeb pointed out, you know, this, we actually looks like if we were looking at the candle bodies and we're taking, you know, June 13th to June 17th out of the equation, because we did break bearish out here. We have actually since this initial drop, this selling climax and coming back up and creating the channel, this trading channel, right here we have been on a pretty clean candle bodied uh uh descending wedge so it could take us all the way down here but you guys look at that level of support right there and where we're heading right now i think there is a chance that you know if you look right here this is where our small time descending wedge we, we break bullish out of this and then bounce our head off of this resistance before we continue back down potentially staying in this wedge maybe working our way all the way down here to around that 26 maybe even dropping down $25,000 level uh, so that is what I found really, really, really interesting. The other thing when I was looking this morning that we should be very aware of is this divergence right here, this RSI divergence. Uh, see, I'm trying to get this so it's clear for you guys. Clearly right here, you guys can see that this level 
and I'll just go ahead and draw it so that it's, it's super clear. But we are clearly in a RSI divergence. Come on now. When it comes to the price. Yep. Stop yep. doing this for me. There we go. And get right here. Oh my gosh. This is fun. Stop. Come on. <laughs> click for me. There we go. I mean, okay. There we go. Yeah. So clearly we have RSI divergence right there, which this is bearish RSI divergence. So maybe we continue up a little higher again. I think that that would probably be realistic to bounce our head here and then come back down. But Jeb, what are your thoughts on there? I was going to say also what I was telling him this morning, look at this. I almost wonder if we're going to see here is a bounce hit our head on this resistance and then continue to play back down here to this level. We'll turn this resistance into support, maybe play a little bit, come back down, play on this one before we bounce again and then come back down. But yeah. what are your thoughts on that, Jeb? Yeah, I think something like that is what we're likely to see happen. Let me go ahead and switch back to my screen. The yeah. um, the thing you have to keep in mind here, let me jump over to this. The thing you have to keep in mind here is that there's a lot <clears throat> excuse me, going on on this chart. We are in a we are currently sitting in a very important zone of support also. I have it drawn right here, but if we zoom out and look at the VPBR, you'll find that we're at the very bottom of our VPBR support. This is both a good thing and a bad thing. Having all of this VPVR support between thirty and forty thousand dollars means that eventually, when we go into a bull market and we rally all the way back up here, uh, we are probably going. To, excuse me, I'm sorry. I keep having to clear my throat. Uh, we're probably going to have very strong support here. That's going to be difficult for us to uh, fall below. But right now, the hard thing is that. It's resistance. It's not support. So getting above, it's going to be difficult. If we zoom in and look at the the uh, get a little bit more definition here, I agree that we're seeing that uh, RSI divergence. I think that's really important for people to be taking note of because RSI divergence is very rarely ignored by the chart. We're also seeing that there's a bullish MACD cross going on here. Um, one of the things that I think people need to keep in mind is what do we do when there is dissonance in the chart? Because right now there is bearish RSI divergence. There is an uptrend. There is bullish MACD. The TD sequential, I think, hit a nine flash. No, it didn't. Never mind. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell what exactly Bitcoin is going to do from right here. But what I think we also need to keep in mind is that $31,000 is strong support. And if Bitcoin rallies up here and pulls back down to test $31,000, we could actually have an inverse head and shoulders pattern in the works right here. That could lead us to break bullish. I think a lot of it's going to depend on what we are seeing happen with the fundamentals. I think it's going to depend a lot on what we're seeing happen with some of those on-chain metrics that we looked at yesterday. For example, uh, we we are seeing that the um, we're seeing a lot of the miners are starting to come back online. In fact, we have an article about that that we might look at here a little bit later, talking about how a ton of miners are moving into uh, America, and those miners are predominantly using green energy. So there's there, there there's quite a lot at play here. I like the analysis that you did or the prediction that you made here about it doing something to this effect. I'd like to hear what chat thinks about that. Where do you guys in the chat think that Bitcoin is going to be going from here? And are you guys seeing anything? Thing that we are missing. So, so one thing they mentioned, I see a lot in chat is people talking about how the the B word conference is, I think begins today. Uh, oh, really? I didn't know so, that started. Yep. So that you know, obviously with Jack Dorsey and Ark and everything That's else, a big deal. The, the seek to educate uh, institutions and other people about Bitcoin. That is pretty big. That is uh, big. Do you think, Jed, that that is what is causing this price spike, or do you think this was simply? Uh, you know, we got down to that level of 29,000 where there's a massive amount of buying volume and, and bulls ready to come in. 
Well, I think it could be a little bit of both because we did see that when Bitcoin broke the $30,000 level, a lot of people started buying. And I think that's really kind of what we were getting at yesterday is that Bitcoin yeah. has a ton of buying pressure sub $30,000. It's just a matter of um, how long will we spend below $30,000 before that buying pressure starts to overtake the selling pressure and we start going into an uptrend again. I think that now I don't. I haven't been following the news as much as I wish I had of because you know COVID. But uh, if the B word conference has just started today, I'd like to look a little bit more into that before I say anything definitive. But yeah, that would mm -hmm. probably have a big impact on the price action. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that did. They're saying it from Josh Raphael. He says the B word starts at twelve, um, mm. and then you know a bunch of other people saying hopefully up. You know, we have some people saying one hundred thousand dollars. Period. Uh, some people saying thirty two thirty two five. Uh, if you look at that technical analysis we were just doing, uh, that thirty two five would be that top of that um, uh, descending wedge resistance line that we were discussing. That's I'm probably in that boat of I think we're probably gonna hit our head around thirty two five. Yeah, somewhere right around there. Uh, but that is really interesting. Uh, I, I do think, you know, waiting to see what happens with the B word. I do know in the past, Jeb, we have, uh, I'm saying us as in retail investors have put a little, little too much stock into some of these meetings and we expect, you know, new all-time highs every time there's a, a Bitcoin conference, but that's mm -hmm. not necessarily how it always works. It's true. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And I think that's something people need to remember is that the chart and the price action is much, much more impacted by... <clears throat> sentiment and psychology and uh, so many different things. You can never point to a single price movement and just say, oh, well, this is just what this is. You know, it's the, <clears throat> the, the market is moving in this way because of this. You can't say X equals Y all the time in cryptocurrency because there's so much at play here. But um, yeah, I'd like for us to get chat a little bit more engaged, Tim. What do you think we can do to do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking right now, trying to read some chats. A lot of people, a lot of people talking about the B word conference happening today. A lot of people saying a lot of the price is going to respond pretty much based off of what happens at the conference. And I, I, you know, I agree with that sentiment. If there is something massive happening there, uh, then potentially we will see a massive price price spike. I just fear, Jeb, and I don't know, you know, I, I just said it, but I fear that it's it's great and it potentially will bring some new people into the space of con uh, thinking about bitcoin but i don't know if it's going to be enough to make the price resume back maybe north of forty thousand mm -hmm. and head back towards all time high yeah i think that i think i mean we've already said it but i think it's a good thing for people to remember is that we put too much stock in certain things and a conference is no different we saw people doing the exact same thing in elon musk and that's not to say that people putting stock in these things can't move the price it absolutely can it probably won't move the price in a sustainable manner and that's what we need to keep in mind is that if the price pops off and explodes great, but is it going to be able to maintain that? And are we going to be able to turn that into a sustainable rally? That is really the question. And uh, this conference is probably going to lead to some bullish price action, but hopefully we'll see something come out of it that is fundamental and groundbreaking that will actually have a fundamental long-term impact on the price, not just the fact that there's a conference going on. Yeah. A couple, we have, a couple, well, go you, you, you have something, no, you, you had something you want to say, that's fine. Nope. Like, Okay. Well, I was going to say, we had a couple of people in chat discussing, I guess there was some Elon news where Elon, I, I, did he tweet or he said something about being bi-curious uh, and also that there's there's play that potentially he is going to be uh, getting back into Bitcoin and, and especially with the B word, you know, uh, that's always a fun one. Uh, the other one is, uh, I haven't seen it much recently, but Smay, obviously the turtle kid has been a, a point of issue. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, Smay, what do you have to say to your fans and haters? Mm -hmm. um, 
I, I mean, like I don't turtles. particularly care about the haters, but uh, to my fans, my turtle's name is Francis Ford Coppola, uh, Steven Spielberg, and Elon Musk. Those are my turtles. Thank you. <laughs> you have a turtle named Elon Musk? How I did do. I not know that? He's a must. He's a Musk turtle. So that's why his oh name God. is Elon Musk. His Elon Musk Darth turtle. Musk. Is his full name? But Darth yeah, um, yeah. To my haters, I don't particularly care that you hate that my I have turtles. So. Why would you hate on someone for having turtles? I don't that's, know. I don't. That's like a weird know. thing to hate on. Like of all things, you can hate on. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I mean, you know, like you, there's all kinds of things around <clears throat> me that you can hate on. Like you can hate on this action figure collection. You can hate yeah. on uh, this poster. There's nothing hateable yeah. about you, say. No, I mean, I of course not. But I'm saying, uh, you know, <laughs> you can if you elect to. So, but we can. I used continue. to have two turtles named Castor and Pollux back in elementary school. We had a super chat earlier that I think we should go ahead and read. Okay, yeah, I, I missed that one. So by my bad. Jedi Knight Ozzy Todd. Again, oh, always dropping go. in the donations. And guys, Come by on. the way, thank you again for all the donations we got yesterday. Ooh. We got, we got, it was like a lot. I very much appreciate it, guys. You're awesome. Oh, this is a rough one for Smay. Oh, man. I think Smay knows what I want to say. From now on, I'll place my bets against whatever he says. Still love you, boo. <laughs> boo. Bucks and six. Uh, Bucks and six, fear the deer. Because the for those of you who have finals. no idea what's happening, yes, I the don't. Bucks won last night in Game Six. Good. I mean, I mean, I'm happy good for Giannis. Giannis. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm happy for Giannis. for Giannis, but I can't stand Chris Middleton. I can't stand him. Have what, you? Ever, what you have, no, hold on. Before I continue, have you guys ever seen the movie Monsters vs. Aliens? Have you seen that movie? It was yes. a DreamWork movie. You know Weird that gi- the giant like. Bug animal thing that was in the movie. Yeah, that's Chris Milton. Look up a picture of that. That's kind of look up a picture of that. That's not why I don't like. Okay, you can't not like Chris Middleton because of the way he looks. Chris Middleton, he's he's humble. He's quiet. I know. I actually I actually do kind of like him. But yeah, Chris Middleton, you gotta like him. He frustrated me because he was a big deal against the Celtics last year. So we we got another super chat from Joshua Mulvey saying I like turtles. So I I like turtles. I think you have another fan. That's a wrap. You know, so something I do want to do just real quick, because I saw, I don't know if it was the same person, but I saw the comment a couple times, and I just want to make sure we do not leave anyone out. Uh, for those of you who do not know what Plan B, or the B word, not Plan B, but the B word is, Plan B is a different <laughs> agency that, that tries to predict the price of Bitcoin based off of the stock to flow ratio. Uh, but um, the the B word is a conference by Jack Dorsey, who is, you know, runs, he, he okay, he runs Twitter. What else does he run? What is he CEO of? Square. Square, that's right. So he is using this as a a platform to educate institutions about Bitcoin. So again, we talked about this a couple of times uh, throughout the last couple of weeks that there is maybe this sentiment that Jack Dorsey and Michael Saylor are becoming the new heroes to Bitcoin. We're, we're glad to have them on board and be ambassadors. We do not want them to be the go-to. Well, whatever they do, the rest of us are going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am excited that he is going to be using this opportunity to educate people. I think it's cool that he thinks so highly of Bitcoin that he said even if Bitcoin needed him, he would leave uh, Twitter and Square to go uh, work with Bitcoin and make sure they're yeah. doing well. So that is, you know, that part of it is good. I just, you know, we have to wait and see after the conference what is the exact outcome from institutions because, you know, Jeb, I, I even. I think institutions know more about Bitcoin than 
than people maybe think they do. I, I even think that they're not even too worried about the green, the, the you know, environmental stuff. I think in reality, what they're worried about is their public perception. Oh, so that, yeah. that is why I think that I think institutions know whether they want to get it or not. And it probably, they probably picked their number already saying when it hits that number, I'm getting in. Uh, they're just waiting to make sure they don't do it in a way that infuriates their uh, customers. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. There's a ton of people that are very much that these, these companies, they're most, and Tim, you know this because we run a company. The, the, the One of the most valuable things to a company is the brand image. And anything that you can do to boost your brand image without damaging it in, a, in the same light, because it's very easy to boost your brand image in one way and hurt it in the same uh, in the same felt swoop. They don't want to hurt their brand image by being associated with Bitcoin if they think it's not green, etc. Right. But they also do still want to own Bitcoin. So they're going to find a way to, to, to position them getting into Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as if if it's, oh, this noble thing, oh, like, oh, we want to go save the world. Oh, we want to go help people. Like, you don't care. Like most of these, I'm talking about billion dollar publicly traded companies. A lot of them are pretty yeah. ruthless and a lot of them are very interested in the bottom line and making sure their shareholders are profitable. That's not to say that there aren't very good people in business. There are, but in general, the larger the business becomes, the less humane it can be. Um, yeah. Yep, but anyway, I, I felt like, like you said, we want to be very careful about hero worship and idolizing these people. Jack Dorsey getting into cryptocurrency is a big deal. Him talking about starting this own uh, this new company and all these new ventures and cryptocurrencies is really cool. I'd like to see it succeed. We want to see more uh, wealth and influential people coming into cryptocurrency, but we also don't want to mm -hmm. put them on a pedestal. With that said, we have a couple of super chats. I think we ought to yeah, read. we do. I'll, I'll read this. We got from, from Jeriza1105 saying, do you guys know how to hold Coinbase accountable for unlock account? They have my account locked for almost two months and customer service sucks $70,000 in it. Holy cow. Well, Jeb, do you have any, uh, I got nothing advice? for you on oh, that. Oh man, that That's sucks, terrible. dude. I, I honestly, I don't know. That's something that if you got seventy thousand dollars in there, it might not be a bad idea to talk to an attorney on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yes, no, yeah. Uh, the next one's from Bob. He said, "If we break the nine-day SMA, we will bounce back down at the twenty-day SMA. That will keep us in the downtrend, but create enough of a bull trap as, at such low volume levels." By the way, super chats boost the YouTube algo for the channel. He is right. Yeah, that's oh, one of the cool. reasons we Thank make sure you, to answer those. Is we uh, we want to definitely boost it. We want to be able to provide you guys as much content as possible. Uh, so uh, yes, thank you so much, Bob. The last one we have, at least I see from Alexander <laughs> the Cynical, Jack Dorsey, aka the most homeless-looking billionaire. Wow, that is an offensively true statement. <laughs> oh, oh god, it's true. Look, I mean, we can't even argue it. Like that's <laughs> that's. That's yeah. rough. That's rough. Oh, guys, I know that I'm not all on my game right now. I'm sorry that I'm not as energetic as I normally am. I do have the uh, the Rona, so we're trying. Guys, if you're enjoying today's stream as much of a mess as it is, make sure to smash that like button. Hopefully, by the end of this week and moving on into next week, we'll be back into the studio, and we will be uh, crushing it like always. Make sure to smash that like button if you haven't already. We're going to jump into some technical analysis here in a second, but let's go ahead and finish off uh, one more super, last chat. super chat by Kyle yeah. Cox. Kyle Cox says, anyone ever watch Cardano 360? The legitimacy of IOHK really makes me think there's only one investment choice, like buying Google at $1, Alonzo Hydra, age ER. Is that age or Ager? No idea. I think age. I think he's capitalizing the beginning of each word, age ER. Uh, so I'm, th I'm assuming, Kyle, what you're saying is that you think Cardano is the one and only. Jeb, is that how you read that? That seems to be what he's saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with the one and only, but I definitely am very heavily invested in Cardano and will continue to be that way. Oh, we just had another one pop up again. I know we're, are we, what, what uh, technical analysis are we going to do, Jeb? We're going to do more. I want to talk about a couple of things on Bitcoin and then we're going to move on to some Ethereum, I think. Yes, I know. Like, I know you know. in chat, we saw a couple of people asking for Ethereum TA. Yep. Uh, but last one, James, and this will be the last one. If we have more, we'll go back to him. James Jackson Film said, what do you think about Anchor offering lowering entry points into ETH 2.0 staking compared to more centralized exchanges like Kraken and Coinbase. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not so uh, <laughs> I'm not familiar enough with it to be able to give a good answer on that personally. Yeah, I mean, one of you guys might be. No, I, I you know, Anchor is not one of the ones that we follow a lot. However, I've know, heard any, good things. Any, anytime, Anchor. anytime you increase the options people have, it encourages all the options to get better to compete. So. Free market competition. Good yes, old sir. free market competition. All right. With let's, that said, yeah. let's go ahead and jump into some technical analysis. There's a few more things I want to show you guys on Bitcoin before we move on to Ethereum. We had a couple of people make some very good points in the chat, and it just changed. Oh, my gosh. There is, depending on how you look at the chart, this literally just changed. Let me show you this. Uh, nope, never mind. I take it back. I'm just stupid. I was looking at Lux Algo. Uh, see right here, we have a very important thing going on on the daily chart for Bitcoin. We have a bullish nine flash coming in on the TD sequential. Doesn't happen very often. And when it does, you almost always are expecting that a at least a small rally or correction will be coming in. You can see the last several times that we have had bullish nine flashes on TD sequential. It has led to a rally. The nine flash on the TD sequential is a signal that you most certainly should not be ignoring. And also down on the daily chart for Bitcoin, just take notice that we have a bullish engulfing candlestick right there. That is very much a good sign. I also want to mention one more thing down here on the four hourly chart, and that is that there is a buy signal going on right now coming from Lux Algo. If you guys haven't already signed up for Lux Algo, you absolutely should fantastic indicator pack. It is literally the top of the game when it comes to technical indicators. They've been reviewed by the engineers at TradingView, which by the way, TradingView just had a rebrand. Shout out to TradingView. It looks great. Um, Lux Algo is phenomenal. Anyway, it's giving a buy signal right here on the four hourly chart for what that is worth. With that said, that's all I have on Bitcoin, unless you have anything on that, Tim. No, I actually, I forgot. I was going to say that too. When I looked at Lux Algo this morning, I was like, ooh, like now the question is, you know, and I would ask this and I'm assuming there's other people out there asking this, Jeb, what is your opinion on, because we are sitting kind of in the middle of it. Do you think that people should continue to try to buy right now if they have not yet? Or do you think wait uh, for the next buy signal? I think that, you know, the truth is, I think there probably is a little bit of, of, uh, upward mobility here on the market. I think there is opportunity for people to make some money using this buy signal. The The trouble is, is that, look, you got to keep in mind that the, the trend is your friend until it ends. The trend is down. So if we look at the last 10 times Lux Algo has flashed, a lot of times the sell signals are what you really want to be paying attention to because we're in a predominantly sell uh, trend. A lot of the buy signals have shown up relatively far through the trend just by nature of the way this works. I mean, it's nothing wrong with the indicator. It's just we're in a downtrend. So typically you're going to have uh, sell signals and uh, shorting opportunities a lot earlier because the downtrends are going to be longer than the uptrends because we're in the downtrend. With that said, there's probably a little bit of bullish uh, price action yet to come. We yeah. talked about just a second ago about how we could see it going up to 32 to 32 and a half thousand dollars. I would be careful about entering on this buy signal. I was showing it just for the sake of saying like, hey, look, Lux Algo says we're going to buy. But 
in this case, I would be hesitant to use this signal just because I don't know that yeah. the risk to reward ratio is going to be very profitable uh, for you because yes, we have a thousand dollars worth of upside potential here, but also we've already seen a, a large amount of this rally and we're not far away from the resistance. So, mm. yep. Yeah. With that said, let's go ahead and move on to some Ethereum technical analysis. Then we'll read some chat and then we will wrap it out. Guys, the first thing I want to show you here is the TD sequential because we're seeing the same thing happen on Ethereum's uh, US dollar chart as we saw happen on Bitcoin, but even more severe. We saw a red, uh, excuse me, a green nine flash on the TD TD sequential on the 16th of July. That indicated that we had been overextended to the downside. It indicated that we had pulled uh, pulled back too far and the market needed to reset and needed to rally. And now that's what we're seeing. You can see that there was a discoloration right here as we ignored the TD sequential nine flash for too long. And that uh, indicated that we were going to rally. And that's exactly what we did. Just like we saw on Bitcoin, we're now looking at a bullish um a bullish engulfing candlestick formation. That is a good sign for anyone who is looking to be long on Ethereum. And I was talking about how Bitcoin, I'm hesitant to really go into a long position over here, but on Ethereum, there might actually be a good argument for it. And I'll show you why. We've been in a downtrend for the last 14 days or so, and we pulled back 30%. We pulled down to our uh, recent local low of around $1,770. And we also breached this level of support right here. Ethereum has had a pretty major correction. Its resistance level is up here close to $2,100. So there actually is a potential trade sitting in here right here. If you were to enter a long position right about here and then use a very conservative stop loss, uh, probably right above this downtrending level of support that we have based on this high over here on the 20th of February, this high here on the 13th of March, this bottom here on the 19th of April and the 22nd of May, then you would be able to get a roughly two to two and a half X risk to reward ratio. So I think there is a pretty decent trade going on here on Ethereum. Have a feeling that LuxAlgo is also going to have a buy signal down here on the four hourly chart. Might be wrong, but we'll see. Yep. Looks like we have a buy signal here on Lux Algo. This yeah. is an instance where I actually would pay attention to this buy signal. And this is an important thing to keep in mind whenever you're using um, indicator packs or signal packs or anything is that Yes, you're going to get a signal, but that doesn't mean you should blindly follow it. Now, in theory, if you were to blindly follow Lux Algo signals, you would probably be profitable because they're just that good. That being said, as analysts, we don't do that. We do our own thinking for ourselves and we use these uh, signals and we make sure that they are being very helpful to us, but we also don't rely solely on them. So there's a buy signal here. And based on all of the other technicals I'm looking at, I think that it's going to result in some uptrending. Anyway, let's look here at the four hourly chart because we also have a bullish MACD cross going on here. It's definitely a good sign. We're going to look for any kind of bullish RSI divergence. And in fact, we have some. Take a look at this uptrend right here and this downtrend right here. That is classical bullish RSI divergence, and it is indicative of an uptrend. Remember, on RSI divergence, it's very difficult to remember every single type of RSI divergence. There are literally hundreds of them. You don't need to remember all of that. You can always look up a cheat sheet online, but a general rule of thumb to keep in mind is that if your RSI divergence shows up on the bottoms, that being the support, it's bullish. If the RSI divergence shows up on the tops, the resistance, it's bearish. So we're seeing bullish RSI divergence right here. We have resistance sitting up at $2,100. Yeah. Based on everything that I'm seeing, I think that that's where we're going, at least up to $2,000. $2,000 is a big even, so we'll see if we can break through that. But I think that we will be at least testing $2,000 and $2,100 is very much in the cards. What are your now, thoughts on that, Tim? Yeah, Jeb, I mean, 
so looking, I was looking at your chart because you're full screen. Actually, hey, share your screen again, and I can I can kind of point it out as you know people are looking at it. When I you know I don't have my mic on it or my mouse on it, sorry. But it looks like go back to the RSI because it looks like we're already developing bearish RSI divergence as well. Uh, but are you waiting to see the peak of the rally before you say what's going to happen with that? Or what is your thoughts there? Because again, it looks like it's already starting. Yeah, no, I, don't it's true. I don't think it's going to stop us from rallying a little farther. However, that's even more of the reason why, you know, I think as we are, for those of you who are new to the stream, you know, you just joined in, we are of the position thinking this is probably more of a bull trap, not the beginning of a bull run. Um, so what are your thoughts on that divergence? Yeah, so it's a good point. The thing about uh, RSI divergence is that you also want to make sure that you know where the bottom or the top is because we just don't yet. This very well may continue rallying all the way up above this level. And if it does, it wouldn't be RSI divergence because they'd both be pointing in the same direction. So generally mm -hmm. on RSI divergence, I'm going to look to see like, okay, we set this top three or four candlesticks ago. I can actually call this. This is a little bit too early to call, but it's a very good point and something you want to be paying attention to while you guys are doing your analysis. If this does top out right here, then yeah, this RSI divergence, this bullish RSI divergence is probably already played out. This bearish RSI divergence would then be what is taking uh, precedence since it is the more recent of the RSI divergence. It is a very good point. It's something you guys are going to want to pay attention to. If we do top out around here, then it would be very likely that this would remain a bull trap and we wouldn't rally. Uh, at this point, it's really going to come down to this downtrending level of resistance and then this flat level of support that we have here at 1860. We're really in a decision point on Ethereum. It's in between 1850, 1860, and our resistance here in 1920, 1910. Depending on where we break out of this is likely going to give us a lot of information on where the market is going to trend from there because there's so much going on uh, pointing in the bullish direction and in the bearish direction that this is one of those times where you might just want to wait for the breakout mm -hmm. to happen and then you'll have enough information where you can make a, uh, you can really be more confident in your trade. So it's good observation. Yeah. Okay. You know, one thing I see, uh, over and over again in chat. I've saw it a little while ago and I've seen people continue to ask. This is kind of a question for Smay because I know Jeb and I will not be able to be a part of that. But Smay, do you think that we can live stream the um, the uh, B-word conference? Um, I don't know if we should because we don't did know if that before. Yeah, so so we had, yeah, we, just for you guys who are listening to chat, we, we live streamed the Cardano the, what, what was the story of that? What was the name of that one again? The Cardano, the Cardano, Cardano Africa. special. Yeah, we had some, you know, it attracted some people in chat that were a little bit disruly, a little bit not really what our channel is all about. So if we do that, there's a chance that what we might need to do is just not have chat open. Well, I think yeah. also it's not our it's not our content. So if yeah, it's not our content. So I'd rather. Yeah, okay, so the answer, so we're not, the B word. yeah. So do, do we know what we need to do then? I think Smay, and we could put this on the YouTube um, story or whatever to so update people where, where they can watch it. Because I think I've also seen a couple of people, I think some of the people are asking, can we do it on ours? Because they're not 100% certain where to watch it. Then we, so, we, uh, we can put a link on the community tab or something to go watch boom. it. Perfect. Boom. We have a hundred dollar donation from Matt C. He really yes. is paying your salary there, Smay. How about that? Yeah. yeah. He said, I know people are feeling better today because prices are up, but the story is the same as yesterday. Whether we are up or down and in short whether we are whether we are up or down in the short term, the long-term outlook is amazing. And if we stay yes. patient, we will all be in a great place in the future. Keep a long view. Absolutely, Matt. See, that is exactly what we preach every single day here. And you, as always, are a very loyal fan. Guys, we have 2,250 people watching, only 775 likes. Let's see if we can't get to 1,400 likes before we wrap this stream out. 
Yeah. What? We we had we had another super chat real quick. I think you know it was oh, before good. it was before Matt C. It was from the Crypto Badger. This is a I mean this is a sad story for Coinbase. Uh so the Crypto Badger, the Crypto Badger said I had one Bitcoin, five Ethereum, and 20 Litecoin hacked from Coinbase in 2017. So that's already a pretty rough beginning. Uh and then when he reached out to them, they basically said, sorry about your luck. Uh that's rough. That is I think uh uh, Jeb, this would be a great time to talk to people about cold wallets uh, and the, yeah. the incentive to go. <laughs> it would be not because in reality, what we've seen, we're, we're seeing problems with almost every major uh, uh, platform, every major, yep. you know, it, and it's, it's one of those things like, hey, man, we got to start incentivizing people. It, it's one of the things, Jeb, I remember the first one of the first things you told me when I got into crypto was there is this rule that if it's not your wallet, it's not your money. Not your keys, not your coins. That's not your keys, not your coin. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, we have our cryptocurrency on hardware wallets. It is, um, we use Ledger products. They are fantastic. We are actually affiliated with Ledger. Uh, you can find a link uh, to all of Ledger products down below if you want. Ledger is the leading company in cryptocurrency on hardware wallets. What a hardware wallet is, is it is something that more or less looks like a flash drive and it is specifically designed to securely store your cryptocurrency in a way that is not hackable. Unfortunately, your login to Coinbase can be hacked. That's why there are things like two-factor authentication. Uh, authentication. There are many different ways of securing a Coinbase account, but at the end of the day, there's that phrase again. At the end of the day, <laughs> Coinbase is not you. You are not Coinbase unless you're Brian Armstrong and for some reason you're watching this stream. It's not your keys, which means that Coinbase could theoretically do whatever they want with it. Now, they probably won't because there is, you know, legal reasons that they wouldn't. They are federally regulated, but, you know, it happens. There are issues that can come up when you're not using your own wallet. So it's a very important thing that if you're using cryptocurrency, then you're storing your own cryptocurrency on your own. This whole idea of cryptocurrency making us into our own bank is really one of the core of cryptocurrency, when we are able to secure our own keys, it puts us in power. It puts us in control. It takes away the power from the bank or from an exchange or from a government and keeps it with us so that we are able to <clears throat> continue to um, utilize Bitcoin the way that it was supposed to be utilized. So very important. You guys can check uh, check Ledger products out. The link in the description down below. Um, said another, another, another super chat from the crypto badger. He said, I was a dummy and new to set up two factor and didn't get it done on time. Yeah, Needless uh, to say, I have two hard wallets now. So yeah. Yeah. yeah crypto badger. Good, good move to go ahead and, you know, switch the hard wallets. Yeah. You know, I think that's actually uh, got a hundred dollar donation yeah. coming in from Ian. Uh, let me read this and then I'll say what I was going to say. Uh, Ian just donated a hundred bucks. Said, is it possible the top of the channel? And like y'all said, we could be heading back down, making even lower lows or should I hodl? I've been selling the highs and buying the dips and have been very successful this uh, at this then. I was just wondering if now uh, if you think now is good. So should you hodl? Yes, absolutely. You should always hodl. The answer to that will always be yes on Bitcoin. Um, absolutely, you should hodl. As far as where you should trade in this exact range, I talked about that a little while ago. I don't know that it's a great time to be entering a buy position on Bitcoin. And like we talked about on Ethereum, it's really uh, it's going to come down to which one of those RSI divergences uh, takes precedent and which way Bitcoin breaks bullish uh, or whether, which way Bitcoin breaks, whether it's bullish or bearish. So, I mean, as far as the current trading landscape, there's a lot going into that. We talked about that earlier, but should you hodl? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and the crypto keeper donated nine ninety nine. Said, "Hey, Jay, I do, 
I do personal, I do personal get to know you interviews with people like Wendy O and blockchain boy on TikTok. I messaged you on there and would love to interview you as well. If you are interested. Well, if you message yeah. us on TikTok, then what were you going to say, Tim? Well, I, I actually responded to him a little bit ago. If he sent us an oh, email good. at that, you know, the email support at cryptojeb.com, we can definitely get back to you. Uh, Jeb is not the one running our TikTok. So yes. I will definitely talk to our social media uh, guru and see if they have seen that message. But yep. uh, it, the safest way to definitely get a response is to email our support email. Yes. Yeah. We've got so much going on now that we have people in charge of our social media and everything's in house and we have some great people working on it. But yeah. So one of the final things I want to talk about here before we wrap it out is uh, exactly what uh, the crypto badger was talking about with uh, needless to see, needless to say, I have two hardware wallets now. I think this is a good, um, this is a good thing to keep in mind. You're always going to make mistakes in cryptocurrency and in life and in general, you're always going to make mistakes. The question is not, did you make a mistake? The question is, how did you respond to that mistake? And many people, they lose money to a hack or they lose money to a bad trade or they get stopped out or they get liquidated and they throw their hands up and they say, oh, game over. I'm just going to quit cryptocurrency. Boo-hoo. You, you guys got to realize that the experts in cryptocurrency did not get there by making no mistakes. They got there by making mistakes and learning from them. So whenever Bitcoin crashes and you didn't expect it or whenever something goes wrong, just remember that there's a lesson in that and that the more you continue to invest in yourself, the better of a trader and investor you will be and the more profit you will make. Because yeah. the amount of money that you're going to make in cryptocurrency has zero to do with the cryptocurrency that you're invested in, has zero to do with the industry. You can make a fortune in stocks, in bonds, in real estate, in crypto, in business, in whatever. The only thing that is going to make you successful is not the industry. It's not the coin. It's not the crypto. It's not the investment. It is you. That's why we here at this channel are always encouraging you guys to invest in yourself. If you guys would like to invest in yourself, we actually have a place that you can do that. It's called the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. We've had nearly 5,000 students go through CT2A over the last three years. It's been active. If you're interested in learning more about technical analysis, check the link in the description box down below. Tim, do we have anything to say before we wrap it out here? Yeah, well, so two things. First of all, and, I mean, and we don't have to jump over to it, but people are pointing out, I've seen a couple of comments now, Bitcoin is rallying again. So we broke above. I know that earlier this morning, we we peaked out at like 31,721. Uh, right now we're back up over that. We're 31,700. We're pushing closer to 31,800. Uh, so Bitcoin rallying. is climbing. It is climbing again. But as we discussed this entire stream, the fear is that this might just be a bull trap. It'll bounce its head around 32,500 and then begin to come back down. Uh, however, the other thing I've seen over and over again is SMEI. Uh, you have a lot of uh, fans in chat that would love to see a smile from you. So uh, if, if you can, there we go. You're welcome. Yeah. There's a smile. <laughs> I smile There's for a you. Smile. But you Smay, you've been really quiet the whole stream. Do you have anything you want to say? Anything you want to chime in? Um, uh, anything more about your turtles? Because that's been a, no, a big no, hit no. during the stream. I, I, I think the. I, I think I'm good. I think uh, this was a good stream. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. Dang. Let's go, Smay. That was insightful. We love man. you, man. That was a that was a very wholesome smile you gave oh us. Oh my gosh, guys! I hope you did enjoy today's stream. If you did, make sure to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel. We will be back in studio and back with everything normal. Hopefully next week. I am going to try and not feel like crap anymore, but no promises. I will keep you guys posted on Twitter. So if you're interested in hearing more about what's going on, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Crypto Jeb and at Crypto Jeb Official over on TikTok, guys. If you did enjoy today's video, 
Make sure to dislike the video twice if you didn't like it so that we know you really hated it. We have one final super chat that we want to yeah, answer. Yeah, Alexander the Ignacio said, Smay, my four-year-old wants to see one of your turtles, please. Let's Smay, what if, what if they went and followed you on Twitter and you can post a picture of your turtle on Twitter? I think that's a good idea. Mm, what, if what, I, if, what if I reached in and pulled one out? Right now on the yeah, stream. Why not? All right, while while you do that, I'm gonna read. We have another one okay. from from Heath Ryan's uh, Heath Ryan saying work is funny because I have a friend named Heather Ryan, so that might, that's why I said Heath <laughs> instead of Heath. Uh, working on CT2A, think it would be good if you reply to comments on the videos. Yes, we're we're working on getting that done. Much better optics for people who don't watch the channel. Uh, Heath, I cannot agree with you more. That's actually something we just discussed in our leadership yep. meeting that you guys are going to see a massive emphasis swinging towards responding to those. Yep. Even videos maybe potentially coming out that respond directly to some of those frequently asked questions. Yep. Uh, for those of you who you know are in CT2A and have questions, get ready to have those answered. Yep. Uh, it is coming. Uh, we definitely want to give you guys everything you need and yes, more. Indeed. Yes, indeed, guys. We are trying to double down as much as we possibly can on customer service. We want to give you guys the best experience that yeah. we can. A lot of stuff's been going on lately, including getting sick and having to send everybody home. The office has been empty. Anyway, guys, I hope you did enjoy today's stream. If you did, as always, smash that like button. Shout out to Smay's turtle there. I have a 10-year-old slider named Jay. There we go. Uh, is there anything else before we wrap it out, Tim? I and think Smay. that is it, Hello. guys. That is it. Oh, All right, guys. on my keyboard. Oh, hey, my well, gosh. That'll do it. Guys, that's going to do it. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.